Yar, mateys, we are back. It's Super Bowl weekend in the crow's nest. As always, it's little Ricky here, and I've got Hanker with me. Hanker, how we doing? I'm doing really good. I never thought that I would say that I was tired of football, but I mean, man, you know, when the guys on PMT complain about how grueling the football season is. I think we've tasted a small morsel of what that might be like, and, and I get it now. Covering Shiver football, me timbers. More exhausting than playing football. Not that I've ever done that either. <laughs> okay, well, um, I got to be honest with you. I uh, Yeah, it's, it's a long season. Obviously, you know, this is the final week, but it's going to be a little bit sad when it's over. We're still, you know, winter here in Canada. There's not much else going on. It's something I look forward to every week. So I'll be sad uh, after this Sunday. But uh, but we've got, I'm going to say, uh, well, it's the biggest weekend for sure. We've got an amazing prop sheet lined up this week. Uh, we've doubled up the questions. So most weeks we've uh, we've had 12 questions this week for the Super Bowl. We've doubled it up. So we've got 24. We've got two awesome first mates coming on the podcast live and two other first mates uh, that, that were uh, on the program previously gave us two first mate questions as well. So we've got four first mate questions this week. We've got some Super Bowl halftime props. We've got coin flip. There's a whole bunch of stuff. So we're going to cover it all today. But uh, Hanker, anything I'm missing here? Anything we want to want to say before we kick it off? No, you got it. Um, we are, you know, maybe I think it's worth just reminding everyone that uh, this week it's winner take all, save the person who comes last. So 80%, did we say, of the winnings or 90% of the winnings go to first and 10% to last? Is that what we said? We're, yeah, we're going to do 80-20. So, so yeah, 80% of the prize pot is going to first place the person with the most correct answers and 20% is going to the person with the least amount of correct answers. So anybody has a shot at taking home some money here. We're hoping to get lots and lots of entries. Uh, one of the things I guess, you know, maybe we'll touch on it a bit more later, but uh, we're actually setting up at Prince Eddie's. So Hanker's going to be there. He's uh, He's got Roar Fresh, uh, one of his other companies, cooking up some chicken wings for the game and they're doing a little event there. And uh, I'm going to be dressed as the bet pirate and we're going to be getting people on the sheet. So if, uh, if you need some plans for the Super Bowl, definitely swing by Prince Eddie's located in Picton, Ontario, little Max Stevens Drive. And uh, should be a good time. They got the projector. Uh, good beers flowing. I'm gonna crack one right now. Ooh, let's go get one. Let's get one here. This is uh, a little. So many friends. They've got fast Eddies. They've got pitchers on for twenty bucks. So it's gonna be tough to beat. Uh, heading down to Prince Eddies. Oh God, yeah, that's nice. I just we're gonna a get a sponsor next year. One of these. One like if this keeps going well, we'll get a sponsor, and you'll be ready to rock. Yeah, you're, you're doing ad reads with the best of them and you're not even getting paid. <laughs> I love it. I love it. OK, with that, let's uh, let's dive into the sheet. So we're kicking things off. Uh, well, actually, we've got two kicking questions in here, but uh, we're going to kick things off with will there be a missed or blocked field goal or extra point attempt? So, you know, this is the biggest stage. Nerves can get high. We saw what happened to the Dallas kicker there a couple of weeks ago. He missed four in a row. Uh, these two kickers 
both uh, pr- pretty good. Two of the better kickers in the league. You got Jake Elliott and Harrison Butker. But uh, you, you never know. There's there's situations, you know, nerves can come into play at the end of a half. If they're, you know, a 60-yarder, they might yeah, attempt that's it. that's what I was going to say. Yeah. And both of these guys have hit over 60-yarders, so it's definitely in their wheelhouse. And, and you're playing, uh, you know, in uh, in Arizona. So, I mean, the the field there, it, I'm, I'm pretty sure I want to say it's the field they wheel the grass in. Have you seen yeah, I that? Think you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they they bring it. So, anyways, uh, should be good conditions. I mean, there's not obviously snow or anything that they got to worry about. Wind's not a factor. So, yeah, might see some long kicks, but that's uh, that's going to be one there for everybody. And then we jump right into who a lot of people say would be the best player in the game, other than Patrick Mahomes, and that's his tight end Travis Kelsey. Will he find the end zone? Will he record a touchdown in this game? I think he's going to be a centerpiece uh, for both sides. So obviously the Chiefs are going to want to get him the ball as much as they can. And the Eagles are going to want to prevent him from getting the ball as much as he can. So uh, it'll be interesting to see who wins that battle. Hanker, what do you think about old Kelsey finding well, the zone? He, and I'll just double check, but he's usually like minus money to score a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. he's minus 105 anytime so you're basically like no pressure but you're you're more likely according to vegas to that he scores one than not which i think is hilarious that they even do that yeah it it, it's it's funny like is he is he number one are you looking at it right now like he's it goes him miles sanders jalen hurts aj brown pacheco mckinnon there you go And, and you know the funniest thing is like the only guy who's more automatic than him is Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown I saw a a tweet and uh, it's like the US is 31 trillion dollars in debt we just gotta throw 31 million on Hurts anytime touchdown story and we'll be out of this mess (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing that's hilarious And, and it is true Hurts got it done with his legs this year so that's another guy. Uh, we we've got a rushing prop with him a little later on, but uh, but yeah, and her and Kelsey team. first touchdown score is is a is always like I, I would be curious to know how many times Kelsey for like if you bet every single game he played this year on him first touchdown, knowing that it's like plus six hundred or something usually, would yeah. you be up this year? I I should have run the numbers on that because. He does that a lot. I don't know if it's because the first drive's kind of scripted and, and you know, he's he's just the guy, you know, uh, or, or what, but it seems like he, he always nabs the first one too. Yeah, he, he's a definite mismatch in the red zone because it's hard to double him when you're in the red zone. It, it opens up too many other things. So, yeah, he's, he's a safe bet for anytime touchdown vegas got a minus 105 here yes or no and it'll be interesting to see which way the crowd leans okay hanker this next question is actually one that you threw in the sheet this week and it's will chad henny record a passing attempt take us through the logic here well it's not as much of a conversation and maybe because there's the extra week off uh but mahomes was like kind of question marky going into the last game against the Bengals with his ankle. Um, and, you know, any one little weird 
way he, he would he would potentially step on that. And they take him out, and who comes in but Chad Henney. He, he came in in the um, – damn it, who'd they play before the Bengals? The – yeah, yeah, he he came in uh, to play the the Jaguars. Jaguars, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, like, this is sort of the hater question, and I was trying to think of something that is a is a long shot, and you shouldn't say, you know, this is like a trick one. This is like a, well, what do they know that I don't know? So I wanted, like, when you're going through the sheet, if you know something about football, you might have your pencil over the no. And then go. Wait a minute. What do I, what don't I know? Hop on Google, do some research, and and all the while it's like, no, he's not going to. But eh, I don't know. He might. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. I mean, it's a definite curveball. And as we said off the top, eighty percent going to that first place, twenty percent going to the loser. Right. So yeah. If uh, you know you want to roll the dice a little bit, taking yes on this and trying to <laughs> trying to go for the uh, the bottom is a good play. Uh, the one thing I'll mention just for clarification, he has to be in the game and actually throw a pass. He can't just hand it off or take a knee. That doesn't count. He does have to have a pass attempt. So it is Mahomes going down and, and getting an attempt there. Because if the Chiefs win, they might you know put him in to kneel down or whatever. Not likely because it's the end of the year, but just to, just to make sure we're clear there. And then we've got the next question here. It's who's going to have more total yards? We've got Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes. And this is going to include all the yardage that they accumulate. So passing, rushing, if they catch a pass, that's going to go towards it too. Uh, so the battle of, uh, of the quarterbacks there. And it leads us right into who's going to win Super Bowl MVP. Is it going to be a quarterback or will it be someone else, a different position? So there's a couple guys, obviously, Hertz and Mahomes are the favorite, but uh, you know we we mentioned Kelsey, AJ Brown. The Eagles have a plethora of guys on defense. The the Chiefs have Chris Jones. There's a lot of guys that uh, potentially could take over this game. Uh, obviously, quarterbacks the safe pick. They win it most years. It'd actually be interesting to see. I remember, I know Julian Edelman won it, and I I believe Aaron Donald won it last year. So there actually has been a couple where uh, the the you know a different position's taken it now. I think they they're no, trying. No, I think it was Cooper Cup. Or just... Cup, sorry, yeah, 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 Cup won it, and Edelman won it the one year the Patriots yeah. won. He had uh, I think he had like ten catches for 160 yards and a touchdown. So yeah, there you go. Um, and then we get in, and I don't know, Hanker, if you're going to play the clips here, but we've got two first mate questions. So the first one was mm-hmm. from Shauna Clarkson. She gave us a doozy uh, way back uh, at some point in the season. It was, who's hotter, Josh Allen or Tom Brady? And we let you guys vote on our Instagram to, to decide that one. Well, she's come up with another good one here. Hanker, do you, do you have the clip for us to play it? I sure do. Here's Shauna with the first first mate question. Question for everyone. Will there be an octopus? And for those that don't know what an octopus is, it is a touchdown fall by a two point conversion. Cheers. Yar, matey, any octopus I've ever seen is a big sea creature that comes aboard your boat and tries to get you scurvy. <laughs> um, 
Okay, there you go. Great question, Shauna. A, a true octopus. So, so I guess when we're doing the sheet here, an octopus is when a player scores a touchdown and then they go for two and that same player successfully converts the two-point attempt. So Travis Kelsey catches a touchdown and gets in the end zone on a two-point attempt. That's the octopus. For the sake of the prop, we're just going to say, will any team attempt a two-point conversion? Okay, Don't even so need to get it. Yep, don't even need to get it. It's just, are they going to yeah. go for two at any point? Yes or no? I mean, it, that's like, when I when you think about it like that, if you're down, I mean, it's not really fashionable to just kind of like mail it in in the Super Bowl, even if it's like pretty clear you're going to lose. So, I mean, Brady getting shit pumped by the Cowboys in like the first round, pretty sure they went for two. Even though it's like, like, what do you, you know, you're never going to catch him. So the fact, and then you don't even need to make it. Like, I think if there were odds on this, it would be more likely that there would be one. At least that's what I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you there. The one thing I'll say is, you know, it, they, they talk about the three sort of pieces of a football game. There's your offense, your defense, and your special teams. And in the Super Bowl, they want everything to be as smooth and as scripted as they, they can make it. They don't want to have to deviate. So if, if they're scoring touchdowns and they're, you know, they're ahead, they're going to be kicking that, you know, field goal or the extra point every time. It's the team that's behind. Yeah, depending on how the score starts working out, it, it might make sense for them to go for two. So we'll, we'll have to see. But yeah, I'm with you there. I think I'd be leaning uh, yes on that one. And Hanker, do you want to do uh, Nick's first mate as well? You bet. I should have had that pulled up. No, that's all right. And, and this uh, this is going to lead us lead us pretty well. Uh, we've got a, a couple first mates joining us. So uh, we, we've got Lauren McDougall, a colleague of mine, who's going to join us for some more game-related questions. He's a big Philadelphia Eagles fan. And then we've also got Brooke Durant joining us a little later on. She is a diehard Rihanna fan. And, uh, and she's going to go through some of the halftime props with us, some of those more miscellaneous ones. And Nick gave us a miscellaneous one as well. And here it is. Roy, Nick here. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you again for having me on. Uh, congrats on the first year of Bet Pirate. What a success it was. It was awesome following you guys. I'm really excited for next year and what you guys do in the future. Um, I'm very honored to be part of the Super Bowl prop bet selection. And for my Super Bowl bet, I have chosen the Gatorade. I've chosen one of the fun ones. Uh, for Gatorade this year, the winning color is going to be orange. So whoever wins the Super Bowl, their coach is going to get showered in the orange Gatorade. And it's going to be awesome. And you're going to win some money. I guarantee it. Uh, thanks again. Good luck again, boys. Keep it up. And i uh, see you all next year. Okay, love it. Nick uh, Nick with a little tire pump. We appreciate that. He was one of the guys stuck with us uh, throughout the season, uh, was filling out sheets most weeks, which was awesome. And uh, and yeah, he goes, what's the, the color of the Gatorade that's going to be dumped on the winning Coach B? And, and he has suggested orange. So if it's orange, you're saying yes. If it's another color, you're saying no. And he's done a little bit of homework, I think, or he got lucky here, but uh, orange is the current favorite. And Hanker, the last time the Chiefs won, mm -hmm. it was orange. 
Okay, it's been blue a couple times in between, but orange uh, was the winner when the Chiefs won last time. So well, interesting. I got a little extra inside baseball. When they won it last, Tyreek Hill, a very notable inclusion on the roster. Where does he go but Miami? He's kind of a Florida guy. So I think the most iconic Gatorade flavor is that orange. I think it's only in that bucket because that's only only color Tyreek likes. So he's out of there. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Ooh, okay, a little controversy. So, that, hey, guys, look, if uh, if you're riding with Nick, I'll tell you right now, I think it's plus 350 or plus 400. Yeah, sprinkle a little side change on that. But uh, Hanker thinks it was because of Tyreek Hill. So big thank you to uh, to both first mates. Nick also wanted me to mention uh, he did send us a video, so we'll be posting this a little later. He chipped his front tooth uh yugging a beer bottle a couple of weeks ago and hasn't got it fixed. So if he looks a little funky there, well, that's why she be. All right, Hanker, what do you think? Are we, uh, we going to get a first mate on here? Yeah. Let's send it over to, uh, your, I think you said that he wasn't currently your boss, but I'm going to say it anyway, your boss, Lauren McDougal for probably our most, our highest football IQ, guest of the year or at least what sounded like the highest football IQ of the year so we'll send it over to Lauren right now <laughs> okay let's get it our mateys we are back uh tell you what it's Super Bowl weekend as always it's little Ricky and Hanker we're in the crow's nest and uh and this week we're doing it a little bit different we got some big guests coming on and we kick things off with the guy um, how would I describe him? Well, he's a diehard Eagles fan, loves football. Uh, him and I played against each other a little bit back in high school, and I'm pretty sure he's going to be my future boss. Put your hands together for Mr. Lauren McDougall. Thank, thank you, Eric. I, I don't know if I agree. We, we Saying we played against each other sort of means that we were like equivalent. Uh, your team beating my team like 50 nothing. Uh, I don't know if that qualifies as being playing against one another, but uh, we were on the field at the same time, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Well, hey, Lauren, um, I mean, our team might have been better than yours, but you were a very good player. You went on, uh, you, you were going to play in Western. Yeah. for the CIS team university and what yeah, happened there you, you had an injury yeah I tore my ACL in training camp and uh, I'm not nearly athletic enough to overcome an injury like that so uh, that that ended my football future uh, but it, it was fun chasing Eric around for those who don't know I'm like a foot taller than Eric so <laughs> I had to try and uh, drag him down and uh, make hits so it was he, he exhausted me out there on the football uh, gridiron that's for sure yeah, shots fired there. I short king, but uh, but yeah, it was nice uh, those days running away from Lauren. Now uh, we're buddies in the office. So that's right. Uh, Share an office for a year or so, if uh, memory serves. Yeah, when I first started at McDougal, uh, that's right. We were right across from uh, from your dad, the uh, the CEO, and we had a shared office. Yeah, bit of a Dwight and Jim situation. I'll let you guys figure <laughs> out who's who. Yeah, absolutely. No, there's. Uh, I'm Dwight, just so you guys know. <laughs> I like it. Hey, hey, hilarious, hilarious. The Office, such a great show. All right, guys. So here's the deal. Uh, Super Bowl prop week. Uh, we've got 24 questions. So our, our biggest prop sheet 
yet. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take Lauren uh, through some of the questions. Again, big Eagles fan. He's been lucky enough to see them win one Super Bowl in his lifetime. Uh, maybe lucky enough to see him win two. We'll see. But we're going to dive into the questions. So we're going to go through about 10 with Lauren here, and they're all football related. Uh, and then coming up, uh, or I guess maybe before this, depending on how we cut this together, we're going to have the, the halftime uh, podcast with some questions there. And then a couple uh, fir- favorite first mates at the end uh, for everybody. So here extra we go. We're kicking episode. things off. Yeah. Extra special. Uh, Lauren, the first prop we got with you, who's going to win this one, the Chiefs or the Eagles? And you can be as biased or as technical as you want. Chiefs or uh, Eagles? Eagles. Eagles are going to win this one. And the reason the Eagles are going to win this one is pretty straightforward. I think that the Chiefs are better than the Eagles on offense versus the Eagles defense. I think the Eagles are better on offense versus the Chiefs defense. But I think the Chiefs uh, defense will not do nearly as well as the Eagles defense will. So I think both offenses are going to be able to move the ball. But ultimately, the Birds are going to be able to make one crucial sack or get one crucial turnover. And that'll be the difference in a close, high-scoring game. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. high-scoring. Close and high scoring. We we like to hear that. We're a big overs podcast. There Unfortunately, we never hit that. Now, uh, well, it's like whenever you have a game where there's two really good offenses, it feels like you should smash that over. Yeah, it all, <laughs> it always doesn't work that way. It's like whenever you have the two good offenses, it's like like uh, the 2007, right? You had uh, Tom Brady and that unstoppable New England team, and I I remember uh, Plexico Burris was like, "We're gonna beat them." 2017 or something and there's that funny video of tom brady going we're only going to score 17 points oh my goodness (laughs) and and then they scored 14 in the actual game it just football's crazy that way yeah and that's why it's the best i love that i love that and and i kind of agree with you i think the eagles definitely are the more well-rounded team obviously patrick mahomes is probably the best player in the world right now so uh, you know, you never hit, like to bet against that guy, but uh... if, if Patrick is good, they'll win, right? He's he's that level of a player that if he is playing the best, there's no team that can beat him. But uh, the Eagles have ways to make him not play his best, and uh, he'll make mistakes. Yep, and I think I could be wrong. You'll know it for sure, Lauren. But the Eagles this year, did they have the most sacks ever? It wasn't the most sacks ever. I think they finished like one or two short of the record by the 85, no, 84. It was the 84. It wasn't the 85 Bears. It was the year before or the year after. That's the team that has the sack record. Okay. The Eagles came very close, and it's a 17-week season. So, uh, But they four guys on that defensive line with 10-plus sacks, right? So all of them are completely healthy coming into this game. And then you've got some decent players, Robert Quinn, Fletcher Cox, who, who didn't hit that 10-sack threshold but are also monsters coming uh, on the defensive line. So they'll they'll pressure uh, Kansas City. Uh, Patrick will have to do the short game, which is kind of what he's played this year, but he'll need to consistently do 10-play, 12-play, 13-play drives. And uh, when you do that, you got to hope for a mistake, an untimely sack, that sort of stuff. And you'd hope the Eagles offense keeps putting pressure on the Chiefs to keep scoring, right? This is going to be, you know, both teams are going to score 30 points plus. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I love that. I love that. 
Um, okay, the next question we got here, it's a bit of a throwback. We were doing this question every week. Uh, we took it out for a bit because it kind of got lopsided. But the opening kickoff of the game, will it be a touchback, yes or no? Yeah, it'll be a touchback. Uh, the Eagles' return game sucks, so they'll uh, knee it whenever they get the chance to. And uh, I can't even think of uh, the last kick return I've seen uh, Jake Elliott surrender. Uh, the Eagles are not good on special teams, so they're going to try really, really hard to bang things out of the end zone. Okay, I like that. And Harrison Bucker, big leg. So yeah, if yeah. he kicks it, he's wheeling it through the end zone. And then it's, is it Jake Elliott yeah, is the Jake kicker Elliott. there? Yeah. And so. Jake's got a big leg too, right? He kicked uh, like a 60, I think it was like a 62 yarder when the Eagles won the Super Bowl in 2017 uh, okay. to beat the Giants as time expired. Very nice. Very nice. You like that. Okay. The next question we got here, this is actually a question between the two Eagles wide receivers. So it's who's going to have more receiving yards on the day, AJ Brown or Devonta Smith? It's a good question. Uh, AJ Brown was unhappy with what happened in the Giants game. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard that he was kind of pouting. On no, but it would explain a little bit because he wanted more uh, more targets. So uh, I think AJ Brown. I mean, the, the 49ers game sort of ended before it started, so there wasn't really a chance for him. So he's going to want the ball. I expect him to get fed. Uh, in terms of style, though, uh, Devonte is better. Uh, against this sort of Chiefs uh, style where I expect them to bracket A.J. Brown an awful lot. So it, that's a very hard one. Uh, but ultimately, I think A.J. Brown's going to get the, you know, the, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah, it, it, he was one, uh, I remember one throw last, uh, or, or I guess two weeks ago when this is out, but uh, in their game against the 49ers, he burned the guy and it was just five, you know, five feet in front of him. But if he... And, and Jalen's been missing those uh, since he hurt his shoulder. Uh, yeah. Jalen has been missing on those deep throws. He was automatic on them in the regular season. And since he's hurt his shoulder, that hasn't, looked great so that's if i'm you know as a birds fan that's probably my biggest concern is jalen hurts if he can he'll he'll be looking to hit aj brown on a deep shot and if that hits i mean that's really bad news for the chiefs yeah for sure Devonte smith he, he's had more yards in both of the current playoff game like the the prior playoff games uh he had that one-handed catch that uh, they didn't challenge it it looked like after they replayed it that he might have lost control but that was a sick play it was actually huge on fourth down I mean, at that point, the game still seemed close. Brock Purdy wasn't hurt yet. So it was, it was a big play then. It ended up being very lopsided. But yeah, two, two ballers. Uh, A.J. Brown, I mean, a mismatch for sure, but he's drawn a lot of the attention there. Uh, question number 10. So it kind of rolls off uh, the, the last one we did. And I'm saying question 10. I, sorry, we're, we're halfway into the sheet here. But question three with Lauren. Will there be a touchdown scored of long of 25 yards or longer? So uh, if that's going to happen, it should be the Eagles scoring. Uh, the Chiefs don't really do the deep passing game so much anymore. Travis Kelsey, he's very much like a 10 yards, 15 yards kind of player now. Uh, the Eagles, philosophically, they play a shell. They, they do not want to let you get behind them i i almost want to say the eagles are the best team in the league at stopping the big play uh they're very very good at it so uh, i would say unlikely for the chiefs 
And then you've got the Eagles, where I just told you that my biggest question is, can Jalen Hurts uh, hit on those deep balls? Because we haven't seen him do it in the playoffs. Uh, no running back's going to be able to do this. The, the defenses are going to try too hard. Uh, so it's, can the Eagles do it? They're going to try. Um, and I'm going to say they're going to get one. So, yeah, I'll say yes, we will get one of more than 25 yards. It seemed like you were going the other way with that one. Yeah, I, it, the Jalen Hurts' injury kind of makes you wonder, but the Eagles are very – that's a big part of their offense. Like, they're, they're going to try. And if you're going to – this case – I mean, this is a secondary of rookies that Kansas City is trotting out, right? So you combine these rookie DBs okay. with an Eagles team that's going to take shots – you know, I think the odds are are greater that they'll hit on one than they'll miss on one. And the other thing is AJ Brown with his yards after catch, right? Like he could take a a, a slant or something uh, from the thirty yard line, and then you know break a tackle, and all of a sudden it's a twenty five plus TD. There, and Dallas there... Goddard too. Dallas Goddard could do the same thing. People don't talk about him, uh, but he's in my opinion every bit the weapon that Travis Kelsey is for the Chiefs. Dallas Goddard's a, a very good player. Yeah, he, he is for sure. There was one clip this year is kind of funny. Uh, AJ Brown grabbed a slant and and looked like he was going to take it to the house. And and I forget who it was. Someone caught him. I think it was a linebacker maybe. He was kind of swerving. And then they had him mic'd up on the sideline and all the guys were razzing him. Like, I thought you had that getaway speed or whatever. Like, <laughs> run it to the house. You got caught by a linebacker. <laughs> They're saying. Yeah, our our uh, fifth string wide receiver was uh, Zach Pascal. He's like a special teams blocking guy. And he was like, now I know I'm faster than you, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, You're not faster than me. And I was like, I, no, no, no. We saw what happened up there. I'm definitely <laughs> faster than you. <laughs> yeah, that uh, was funny. Okay, the lo- the next question here, uh, we, we do talk about Jalen Hurts. And we've got the line right now at 47 and a half rushing yards over under 47 and a half. I, I personally, I think it's a steep line. I, I mean, I know he, he can run and he does run well, but a lot of his runs are, are, you know, short runs where he's just so powerful. It's like, Hey, if we're third and one, we're going to run that sneak. If we're on the goal line, we're going to run that. Like he's, he's not always taken off for these big designed runs. Um, what do you think about the line, Lauren? 47 and a half. Yeah, it's tough. That's very close. Um, the thing about Jalen uh, with his running game is he kind of does it not like all the time, but when he feels like he has to. Like he, he, he's a lot more likely to scramble on a third down or on a crucial drive. Uh, than he is as part of the general playbook. When he played Indianapolis, uh, which people might remember, it was right after the Eagles lost to the Commanders. So people were sort of going, oh, okay, they've they finally stumbled. And the Colts almost beat them. Uh, the Eagles were down six and with the ball for, for the final drive of the game. And, and Jalen basically ran that whole drive. Uh, and I think he got over... Uh, 50 yards rushing on that one drive. So I, I think in a Super Bowl, in a high leverage yeah. situation, uh, I, I think he will run the ball a lot. Uh, and if he's going to run the ball a lot, I think, you know, he, he's going to run the ball more than 10 times. And I bet he'll break a run or two, which makes getting to 50, you know, pretty pretty achievable. And the Kansas City linebackers can be had, right? That, that defense does not have uh, ridiculous talent uh, in the middle, I, I know they've got uh, they've got players in there. Yeah, 
They, they do have two okay guys. Yeah, but they're certainly not. Yeah, they've got Gay and they've got uh, Bolton. I think. Yeah, eh? Bolton and Bolton, yeah. but but Bolton is he's not really an athlete, so it's not like it's not like Fred Warner, right? right. Like Jalen Hurts against Fred Warner, you're like Jalen Hurts is not going to uh, be able to to make plays uh, because it's just too too tough. But against these guys, they're very gettable. So I'll, I'll take the I'll take the it, that's tough. You know, I, I would say 40 to 50 yards is exactly what I would expect. Uh, but in a game like this, I mean, he got 40 yards rushing against the 49ers, who yeah. I think are a significantly better uh, team to stop him. So I, I, I'd pick the over. I, yeah. I, as, I, and I don't really believe in the Chiefs defense. I think the birds are going to score. So I'm kind of trusting the Eagles players to, to overperform. Yep, I, and I kind of like that take. I mean, he, he certainly, you know, in the Giants game, he ran it, I think, you know, just under 10 times. Last week in San Francisco, despite them sort of walloping them, he still had 11 carries. If this game's tight and they need that score, they, they could be leaning on him for sure. And they have a very good run game. I mean, obviously one of the best O-lines in, in the league so that, uh, you know, Kelsey pulling from the center and that sort of thing makes it interesting. The guy who will be trying to stop him is the next question, and it's will Chris Jones record a sack? And this this shocked me to hear because Chris Jones, one of the better uh, D linemen for sure in the league, and last week he actually got two sacks against the Bengals, but they were his first ever uh, playoff sacks. He had never recorded a sack in the playoffs prior to that. So there you go. Does he do it again this week? Yeah, I mean, that's crazy to think of. He might – I think you can make a very strong argument. He's the best defensive lineman in the league right now uh, if you think Aaron Donald is sort of on the downswing. And he no playoff sacks despite the fact that the Chiefs make it to at least the championship game every year. I mean, that's weird. Um, they were putting him split wide as a wide nine in that Bengals game, which is interesting because the Eagles have very good tackles, right? They've got Jordan Mailata and Lane Johnson and Lane Johnson is hurt. Uh, Lane Johnson has like, uh, they, they keep changing what the injury is called, but it's basically a really screwed up groin sports hernia abs sort of issue that's going on. And the one thing that I don't know that I've seen tried on him is straight power, right? He held up decently well against Bosa, uh, but he is a lot bigger than Bosa is, right? Bosa, for as good as he is, he's not gigantic. Um, Chris Jones is. So if they're putting Chris Jones out on the edge, that's 300 and, I don't know, 50 pounds bull rushing Lane Johnson. You know, I, I think that's... Would be that'll be an interesting matchup, and and I, I wonder if the injury to your core means more with that bull rush than it does for the the finesse speed stuff. Uh, and and Jalen holds on to the ball. You know he he played badly against San Francisco. Uh, and in fact, you know he played badly and he still got forty yards rushing, which is why I'm taking the over on the the right. previous question. <laughs> he played badly, and uh, he holds on to the ball. And you can understand it, right? Because the guy thinks he can make stuff happen. He can scramble. Uh, but it also leads to him giving up more sacks. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say Chris Jones gets at least one. Maybe there it's, it's a bull rush against Lane Johnson. Maybe it's just one of those situations where uh, Jalen takes the ball, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. He breaks down, runs into uh, someone, and then Chris jo- breaks that tackle, and Chris Jones cleans him up. But, uh, yeah, I bet he gets at least one. Okay. Okay. I love it. Hanker, you look like you wanted to chime in there. 
I was just interested for a second there on like Jalen Hurts did not play well last week. Oh, he's awful. Do you, do you think he's played well? Because he's only had two games since he's back from his injury, right? Has yeah. he played well in either of those? Or has he played up to the Lauren McDougal standard in either of those? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's tough because the, the Giants game, we, we just ran all over them. Uh, so it wasn't like we needed him to execute in the passing game. Um, but he didn't look bad. He made good throws. And and, and more importantly for, for Jalen, okay, it's about making the right reads. The Eagles offense, because of how talented those skill position players are, and and I, I, Eric talked about Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey is almost like a, like a sixth skill position player because he's so athletic and he can get in positions that – that other offensive linemen just can't. So you can do some interesting stuff schematically uh, with Jason Kelsey. So you don't have to be amazing. You just have to make the right reads. And in the San Francisco game, I mean, he was, he was reading the read option wrong. It felt like every single time he'd keep it when he was supposed to give it, he'd give it when he was supposed to keep it. Uh, So that was, that was why I'm, I'm not down on him going into this game. I feel like the, the problems that, as an Eagles fan, you saw with Jalen Hurts weren't necessarily his shoulder is hurt, so he, he's throwing inaccurately. He, he missed; he's missed on the deep shots. So you wonder if he can if he can hit on the deep shots. But otherwise, it's just decision making. And I, he made all the right decisions against New York, and he made all the wrong decisions against San Francisco. And the only difference there is San Francisco's got a, a hell of a defense, and Kansas City's defense is a lot more like New York. So I'm I I think Jalen will. I, if Eagles win, Jalen's going to win MVP, uh, and it'll be handily. Uh, he, he's going to be a weapon, and if he can hit on those deep balls, uh, the Eagles will be in a very, very good position to win the game. Okay, love it, love it. And, and, and we've kind of, so the next question, it's the over-under on the game. Uh, when we made this, the line was 49 and a half. I actually just checked. It's creeping up, so it's actually at 50 and a half now. We're keeping it at that 49 and a half. For the sheet, but uh, Lauren has already said points, points, points. Uh, so we'll roll right into the next question: Which team's going to score first in the game, and how will the first points be scored? So, um, okay, the Eagles are not always great coming out of the start of the game. Like we've had a bunch of games where the the opposing team drives right down the field uh, at the start. And it feels like the Eagles need a bit of time to settle in before they figure out what to do schematically on both sides of the ball. So uh, I'd be very, I would pick Kansas city scores. Uh, That would be what I would guess. Is is it, is it which team scores or which team gets a touchdown first? So it's two separate questions. It's which team's going to put points on the board first. And then the second question, how are they going to do it? Is it going to be a field goal, safety touchdown? So Field yeah, goal, safety, or touchdown? Yeah, field goal, Kansas City. Field goal, um, Kansas City. Yeah, they'll, they'll move the ball between the 20s, I think, somewhat easily. Once you get into the red zone, it becomes harder. Uh, the Eagles play a lot of zone, so it's, you know, Patrick Mahomes has more space between the 20s. Once you get into the red zone, everything kind of shrinks, and that's when you get the D-line coming in that bit quicker because you got to hold on to the ball that much longer, so... I'll go field goal, Kansas City. Okay, love it. Lauren, uh, we'll take a break from the questions for a second. Give us uh, give us two two things here. So, so question one, who's your favorite current player in the NFL? 
and I'm assuming it's going to be someone on the Eagles, but who's your favorite player? It's got to be Nick Foles. Let's go. Yeah. Big D, Nicky. Nick <laughs> Let's go. Big D, Nick, man. <laughs> I mean, and, that's... And, well, and, and my second question was going to be, what's your favorite play or moment uh, that you've ever experienced in the NFL? And I think I know the answer now that we've got that one. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, I kind of, one leads to the other. It's, the, it, it's Philly Philly, right? It's the Philly special. I mean, the the that play the level of uh, balls yeah. to go for it at the end of the second half, uh, to go for points, to not – I mean, everyone's kicking a field goal there. The announcing team wanted to kick a field goal there. Everybody did. But Nick Foles comes up to the coach, says, hey, Philly, Philly. And Doug Peterson says, okay, all right, let's let's do Philly, Philly. And then they do it and they score in the Super Bowl. Man, there's, there's nothing better than that. I will tell you, though, I will tell you, every single Eagles fan was positively terrified at the end of the game because at the end of the game in that Super Bowl, Tom Brady got the ball with like two minutes left and everyone was like, oh, my God, it's going to happen. Everyone knows what happens. Mm-hmm. And Brandon Graham uh, strip sacked Tom Brady to end the game. And, and Brandon Graham is like a, a cult hero for Philadelphia. So that's a very close second. But, uh, yeah, it's got to be the Philly special. The Philly special. Okay, I love and it. honorable mention to the miracle in the New Meadowlands. That was Deshaun Jackson's punt return to uh, finish like a 30-point. It probably wasn't 30. I think it was like 24-point comeback. That was a sick – that was a fun, fun play to watch too. You, you know what's funny? The, the last video game console I had, I had the Madden where they had Madden moments. And you had to like recreate the moment and like score. And, and one of them was the Deshaun Watson. You had to return – the punt to accomplish the Madden moment or whatever and win the game. So I, I do remember that one quite well. That's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was, it, I mean, I was glad to see Tom Brady lose a Super Bowl for sure. I'm, I, I used to like the Eagles. One of my favorite players, uh, you know, growing up was LaShawn McCoy. No. So I loved watching Shady and he was he was nice with the Eagles. He came over to the Bills for a little bit, was no. was OK with the, the Bills, too. So. No, that's uh, that's good stuff. And it leads us into uh, our next question. It's a battle between the running backs. Who's going to have more rushing yards on the day between Miles Sanders and Isaiah Pacheco? So, I mean, the Eagles certainly more committed to the run, but they do roll those three guys. You know, they all get uh, get some action, I guess, four guys, if you include Hertz. And uh, and I would say that the Chiefs, you know, Pacheco's their one true runner. McKinnon mixes in for some passing work. So it'll be interesting to see there. What do you think, Lauren? Yeah, I'm going to go Pacheco. Uh, the the Sanders, I uh, the Eagles' run game is clearly better than the Chiefs' run game. I mean, I, I don't think they're particularly close. And that's one of the things as an Eagles fan that I – feel confident in you know if you're petrified of Patrick Mahomes one of the best things you can do is sort of limit the possessions the guy has and the way you do that is by running it so the the Eagles will run it way more which means you would think that the team with the better running attack and and with the better uh with the game script they're going to want to run it more I mean you pick that running back but it's a four-headed monster with Philadelphia. Miles Sanders is going to get runs, uh, but Jalen Hurts, I mean, I just told you he's going to get at least 10 carries, right? So those are opportunities where Miles Sanders isn't going to get to touch the ball. And Kenny Gainwell. So Kenny Gainwell is, I think, he's second year 
uh, running back. Yeah. He has played incredible in the playoffs. He rushed for over 100 against the New York Giants, and he looked great against the 49ers. He looked better than Sanders, in my opinion. So I think the Eagles are going to try to get Gainwell more carries, and Boston Scott seems to show up uh, for five carries every single game. So it's just too much of a spread. Uh, Pacheco will get the ball more than Sanders, even though the Eagles are going to have more rushing attempts. And uh, one of the things the Eagles aren't great at is tackling. And uh, Isaiah Pacheco, he is a beast of a runner. Like uh, when you watch him, he's physical, right? Like he he reminds me of Marshawn Lynch a little bit where the guy just kind of runs into people. Uh, and and that, that will be hard for the Eagles. So uh, I don't think Pacheco is going to get a lot of opportunities, uh, but I think that uh, he will still have the most carries by the end of the day and uh, he'll have the most yards. He'll, he'll probably do decently uh but i feel like the chiefs will feel the pressure caused by the eagles offense to, to throw the ball an awful lot yeah i i i hear you there i i i'm kind of leaning that way myself i saw this hilarious clip uh because pacheco is an angry runner like he definitely you know he's not shy for the contact and there was one you could see his head bobbing and the the caption on twitter was uh you can just tell if he's mic'd up he's making that noise like when the guys are running so fast and he was booking it like it was uh it was pretty funny to see and it i mean kansas city's hilarious because you know they have clyde edwards hilaire to start the year and he's toting everything and then they roll mckinnon for a while and then they're like all right you know, let's get the rookie involved, and and he's been he's been the guy. I I don't even know if Alaire dresses anymore. I think he's, he's hurt. hurt. I, he, I don't know if he's I, even gonna play. Yeah, but yeah, sucks. Uh, you, you drafted uh, Edwards Alaire in fantasy, and you thought you you had a league winner for the first couple of weeks, right? He he was really good and got touchdowns every week. And no, no, just kidding. What what a terrible draft pick. I mean, that's a first round running back in Andy Reid's system. Uh, and, and he can't do anything. Anything but how good Kareem Hunt was, fourth round draft pick. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Clyde Everett-Hilaire can't do anything. He's not going to be with the team next year. It's just like blows your mind. Okay. Well, tell you what, this brings us to. Uh, so, Lauren, we had you make a question for us. We call it our first mate question of the week here in the Crow's Nest, and you gave us. Uh, I'm going to say. Definitely, I'm, I'm glad we got this one in here because it's a big storyline, but one of the more creative questions uh, we've seen for sure. Do you want to run us through what your question is for the Super Bowl? Yeah, so I mean, you can't have a Super Bowl prop bet without including the Kelseys, right? This is the Kelsey Bowl, right? That's what the storyline of this Super Bowl is. Uh, these guys have a podcast, not as cool as this one, but but no. close, right? They're they're trying, they're doing their best, right? They they can't they can't keep up with you guys, but they're they're doing what they can, uh, and, and they're both great personalities, right? I mean, you guys probably saw clips of Jason Kelsey wearing that ridiculous outfit for the Eagles Super Bowl parade, uh, and that legendary speech, and Travis Kelsey doing uh, much in the same. I mean talking about the mayor of Cincinnati being a jabroni uh, at the end of the AFC championship game. I mean, he's uh, you got to do something with them, but they're, you know, one's an offensive lineman and one's a tight end. So what are you going to do? And so I thought that the, the prop should be uh, during the game, does Travis Kelsey have more drops and penalties than Jason Kelsey has penalties. All right. So do either of them or, or will Jason uh, cost his team less than Travis will? Travis uh, has dropped the ball. Uh, he's very sure-handed, but he gets so much volume that it happens. And Travis is also a bit of a hothead. 
So he's been known to get us unsportsmanlike conduct penalty or two. And Jason, he holds. <laughs> he's a little guy, right? So he, he holds sometimes, and he also gets down the field. Uh, so he's been called for an eligible man downfield uh, several times this year. So I, I think both could happen. I, I'm split 50-50 on which one I'd pick. Yeah, I, I love the question too. We we've got uh, on the sheet when we publish it, we we've got to picture them side by side. So it'll it'll be funny. People might pick on. A, they're doing a jersey swap though. So if you're not a true football fan, you might not know which one's which. But uh, but yeah, it's it's an interesting question for sure. I think both of them obviously big impact on the game. Uh, the one thing I want to clarify. So. Travis Kelsey, it's not targets that he doesn't catch. It's got to be hits his hand and his drop. So we'll yeah, be credited as a drop in the stats book. Yeah. yeah. So we'll we'll be making sure that because he obviously gets a lot of targets. Some of them never make it to him. That that's not going to be included here. It's got to be a a drop and then the the penalties. So I love the question. Some good creativity. Yeah, it's apples to oranges. So how did you? How many other numbers did you have to go through before you found one that felt pretty fifty fifty? It, I so I honestly just I knew Jason Kelsey got a decent number of penalties this year, and I was like, I know Travis Kelsey's a bit of a moron, so maybe maybe I can just do penalties. And then I looked it up, and uh, Travis doesn't get that many penalties. So I thought, oh, okay, well that doesn't work. I need to I need to add something to uh, to even the playing field. And uh, I thought, well, what's similar to a penalty uh, on a lineman that can happen with a tight end? Oh, it was the drop, right? And uh, once you add the drops, it's uh, it's close. Yeah, I like it, it. I like it. The the theme, like the underlying, you know, theme of the podcast here is I never played football, and I only really started watching it a couple years ago. I feel like I've come a long way in understanding it, but when I watch football, I'm just like looking at my fantasy football and getting angry when my points aren't going up. So I don't really appreciate the subtleties. Is there a chance? that they can be on the field at the same time? Like, is there any circumstance now, like a special teams thing? No, they would never play special teams. They're both too slow and also too good. Uh, so they, they'd never go on to special teams. The, you know, Travis, maybe there's like a Hail Mary by the Eagles at the end of the game. So they put in Travis to play like the deep safety because he's so big. But I, I don't even know since since Gronkowski got roasted. I was about water. to say the, the, <laughs> the Dolphins, Hanker, do you remember that play? They they beat the Patriots. They did a couple laterals I, and they I had do Gronkowski. Actually, yeah, that, yeah. Was like the year, that was like 2019 it's, maybe. That's, yeah. that's, I've never seen a game that more properly illustrates the athletic differences on the football field than that play. I mean, Gronkowski, I think you make the argument that he had the highest peak of a tight end ever, right? Like, I think you can make that claim. He looked like he was wearing cement blocks on his feet compared to, uh, oh, what was the running back? He went to Arizona and then to Oakland. Uh, Drake. Kenyon yeah, Drake. Kenyon Drake. Uh, yeah. Kenyon Drake made him look like he was like, like me out there on the football field. I was like, I could do that. Yeah. It, it was, yeah, it's hilarious. So, so yeah, there, there's probably not an instance where we get to see those guys. And that's credit to Lauren, like creating a question for these brothers. Cause I was racking yeah. my brain and I was like, ah, I, I don't know. We do have later in the sheet, we have uh Kelsey anytime touchdown score. So that that's in there, but I, you know, it's hard to make one for, for an O lineman, you know, you can try and do pancakes and stuff like that, but yeah, just, just not, uh, not the same. So I, I love it. Uh, the Kelsey brothers, I'm rooting for the uh, short tubby one for sure. 
And uh, this sexy is, Batman, as they call him. I, I don't know if he is. Sexy a, Batman, yeah. Gary in the describing the Eagles receivers. We have swole Batman. We got skinny Batman. We got fast Batman. Those are the three <laughs> uh, starting receivers on the Eagles. And then uh, Jason Kelsey stole a Batman costume. And the best mic'd up of the year for the Eagles is him walking around, his jersey pulled up, and his yeah, belly coming out. And he yeah. goes up to, I think it's Jalen Hurts. He goes, I'm sexy Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I was going to, so the, I think I saw this, but there's never been brothers on opposing teams in the Super Bowl ever. Yeah, never players. The, the Harbaugh brothers were coaches against okay. each other, like, would have been like 10 years ago now, right? It was 2012, I think. Yeah, yeah, that um, sounds right. But yeah, there's never been brothers. There's been brothers on the same team a decent number of times. Um, most recently, the McCordy twins on New England, uh, which nuts, right? Imagine having twins and they're both in the NFL. Like that's crazy. That's what the dream. Play. That's the dream. They were the cornerback safety. That's right. So uh, but but like never against one team. another. So it'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah, you go through like some of the some of the best brothers in the league, like Peyton Manning and Eli would have had opportunities, but Peyton never beat Brady. Really, <laughs> you know for. All those years, and then Eli was needed to do that. Yeah, Eli was the Brady killer, and then I mean, there's the Watts, but mm-hmm. you know, you got a three-way chance there too. Yeah, yeah true. JJ was-, was always on pretty bad team. Well, I, I think Houston made it. Do you ever I, think? I, I hate the uh, I hate the Cowboys as an yeah. Eagles fan, uh, but Stefan Diggs and the Bills matching up against Trayvon Diggs and the yeah. Cowboys. I mean, well, that would be they, cool they, too because. They would line up against each other. Which I don't know. Like, I was thinking about this. Like, you know, there's a lot of money behind this. And a lot of, like, do you think, yeah, it's a cool story. But is there some sort of, like, do they plan around it? If that were to ever happen. Because, you know, they are brothers. And who knows what kind of scheming they would do or whatever. Is there anything you would do as a coach knowing that it's his brother that he's matching up against? Um, Like, would you try to... Make it so that they just, you know, they're on opposite sides of the field or 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 what? Like, or do you think you just like football, like let football happen and forget? I, I think it depends on the guy, Eric. I mean, I, I don't know what your take is on that, but I feel like most of these guys are, you know, you, you don't get in the NFL unless you're you're a little bit crazy in terms of how competitive you are. And I'd expect, yeah. you know, to, to win a Super Bowl, they, they'd be willing to like punch their brother in the face, let, let alone yeah. just to try to beat him. So I, I don't think you change your your game plan unless you knew like unless you knew that these guys have a very special relationship and and this guy you know would would rather die than than see his brother upset i mean i've got a brother myself uh he's he's bigger than me he's faster than me eric did the uh the honor of explaining that i never played real football Uh, my brother did he made the western football team and uh, if i was matched up against him at the super bowl i'm a defensive player he's an offensive player i would try to kill him yeah. I would start to hit him <laughs> so hard, his cleats fall off, and he wouldn't get to play yeah. in the rest of the game. So uh, maybe, maybe that's just me being a dick, but I, I think I'm closer to the average NFL player than you might think. The uh, the the crazy thing is here. I think I know I definitely suffer from it. Uh, younger brother being better, taller, you, you know, whatever. Hanker George isn't taller than you. Might be a better athlete. We'll maybe put that I to the probably, test yeah. this summer. But uh, so we all suffer from that. Now, what I'll say is, if the Bills and the Cowboys made the Super Bowl, 
and they wanted to one-on-one Stefan Diggs and Trayvon, I would take that all day, every day. It's so much harder for the defender. And Stefan Diggs is probably top. He's top five, maybe top yeah. three receiver in the league. If it, Yeah, I, I'd, I'd eat that matchup up if I was the Bills. But, uh, but hey, yeah, they, they didn't make it. And that's why I'm sad over here, you know. That's why you've got me on the podcast. Yeah, that's right? exactly <laughs> it. I this so could have been talking for <laughs> this entire time. <laughs> yeah. You didn't send this is credit to you, Lauren. You didn't send any questions over ahead of time, did you, Eric? No, I no, I did you. not. That was impre- I've jotted everything you said down because you sounded so confident in it and that the justification was so good. I feel like I'm gonna be a million do you do any sports betting, Lauren? No, I, uh, I I don't I don't bet on anything because I'm I'm a chicken shit, so I I couldn't ha- I don't have the yeah. So, just, so if I'm Doug Peterson at the end of, at the end of that half, there's no way I'm going for it. I'm for sure kicking the field goal there. So yeah, no, I, I don't do any sports betting, and and honestly, the, the truth is, uh, football's random, right? Yeah. So we we can, as I said, we can analyze the the crap out of this thing. Two two bounces go. I mean, look, look at the San Francisco Eagles game, right? You know, one weird hit on Brock Purdy and mm-hmm. the game totally changes. That's what makes football so fun. Yeah, I'm well all right. Chiefs field goal to I'm I'm gonna put all my I'm gonna bet my house on it. So put, it, put, it, put it all on it. This is this is gonna be awful. I'm gonna be like listening to this podcast <laughs> in two weeks. I'm gonna be like, oh my god, or you'll be a, be a high scoring game. I thought Jalen Hurts would be good. Oh my god. <laughs> this is like you know, nightmare uh fuel for me. Well, tell you what, Lauren, we know you don't gamble, but we're going to get you to give us a pick. So we're going to dive in. We're going to do our land ho lock of the week. So this is where you give us a pick. Hanker's going to give us a pick and I give us a pick and we we do a little parlay ticket and see if see if we win. Um, throughout the entire season, we did this every single week. We actually only ever hit one and it was an asterisk. I gave two picks, but we couldn't do both. And and the one we picked ended up working out. So we've only won one the entire year. But uh, but that might change for the Super Bowl. Who knows? So what do you got out of the props that we gave you? If you can remember them. If not, I can I can kind of rhyme them back for you. But if you have yeah, one, man. hit us with it. I mean, for me, it's uh, it's the over on the points or the over on the Jalen Hurts rushing totals. You know, I'm, I'm very confident Hurts is going to be running the ball a lot. Uh, and I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. So which one do I pick? I, I, I think I got to go with the over on the Jalen Hurts rushing yards. The guy thinks he's the superhero. He's gonna, I mean, he's gonna keep the ball, uh, and so I think he's if he, he's gonna have ten plus attempts, and it won't be hard for him to get uh, five yards a carry against this Chiefs defense. So I'm gonna hit the over on the the rushing yards. Okay, I love it. I love it, Hanker. What do you got for us? Yeah, I. I'm glad he didn't take the over on the game. The first Lanho lock I hit this year was the over in, I think, the Miami Ravens game when Lamar still played. Um, so I'm taking the over on this one. I'm not, I did an under last week. I managed to get it, and I, you know, I'm not an unders guy, so I'm not going to get too comfortable doing that. I am taking the over at 49.5, which it sounds like Vegas has shifted to 51. So I will take yeah, it. You've at already and been half. given some, uh, some spread there. Good pick. Yep. Okay. I love it. I love it. And uh, I might be the risky guy here. Um, yeah, you're gonna screw it up for us. I, I like to screw these up for sure. But tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with one that uh, that I I just I want this to happen. 
and I'm going to take the Eagles money line, Eagles to win the game. So if if uh, Lauren's predictions are correct, Hertz is going to be running a lot. That means they're controlling the ball game. That means he's being that guy. Eagles win. We've got uh, the Landho locks of the week. Hertz over 47 and a half rushing yards. Hanker says the game over 49 and a half points will be scored. And I'm taking the Eagles to win, baby. Lock it in. Let's go. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> go birds. That is the funniest video of all time. Just people <laughs> screaming that in, in other people's faces. Lauren, I, I got to ask, have you been down to a Philly game? I might ask you this before. You, you've yeah, been there. My, right? my bachelor party. Uh, me oh, and, and, and my uh, my closest male friends, uh, we went down. We uh, The coolest thing about that, okay, so I went to the, the link, got to watch. It was a game where the Eagles went down 14 against Washington, came back and won. It was sick. Um, but uh, I stayed at the hotel that was closest to the stadium because I just wanted us to be able to go there really quick for tailgating and all that jazz. Didn't you know it? Uh, that's the, the, They don't publicize this. But this was the hotel that the Eagles players would stay at before they uh, did they do the season opener. I went to the season opener, so I'm sitting there uh, eating my breakfast with with my guys, and out comes out of the elevator for a period of about an hour every single Eagles player. I got to stand up next to them. I got to listen to them talking. It was and like I I wasn't I didn't want to intrude or anything because it's game day. You want to respect them and let them play, but it was sick. You got to, these guys are huge. So uh, for, for the people at home, I'm six, four, like I'm not a small guy. And, and these guys just made me look like a toothpick. These guys were massive, like so wide. They all had pimped, they're thick. These are yeah. thick boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and they all had pimped out rides. And it was, it was absolutely sick to watch them kind of swag over to the, uh, the field. Yeah, you said so you were in Philly and the Eagles were at the hotel. Yeah, why? What made? I, I, I think I think it was it was the first game of the year. So I think what they do is like a team building thing. Is they all get together okay. in the hotel before that game to, to do their walkthrough and do their talking. I so when I went to bed that night, this guy uh, rode in the elevator up with me, and I was like, "Man, this guy looks a lot like Rasul Douglas." Like uh, who was a, like a fourth string corner for the Eagles at the time. And it just blew my mind how similar this guy looked. Uh, and I, 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 I held the elevator door open for him. He said, Oh, thanks bud. Appreciate it. And uh, we went back our way and I, I realized, no, it, it, that guy didn't look like Rasul Douglas. <laughs> that, that was Rasul Douglas. Oh, uh, you should have said something. That's uh... I should have, I should, I should have, but like, I had no idea. Like I didn't know that that was the hotel the Eagles were at. Right. It was just like, just a hotel that I was staying at. So I just assumed, Oh yeah, this guy looks like, uh, looks like a guy, uh, but I'm, I'm not going to be the guy that says, oh, yo, you're Rasul Douglas. Like, <laughs> he probably appreciated it. He probably doesn't get that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will say, like, Philly has uh, definitely built a reputation of being, like, one of the most, like, notorious, like, almost scummy, you know, sports towns. They've got, did, you know, did you these see fans. The, the Bosa video, Eric? Have you yeah, seen yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I did. I nothing is more pure Philadelphia than Bosa. <laughs> yeah. And they rattled him. I mean, that's yeah, they got him. That's the and, one and thing. They, they, and and if you're gonna, you can't do that with Philadelphia fans, right? You, you've got to. Uh, 
you, you can't engage. You, you just got to kind of laugh and, and, and go with it. When you try to go against it, they, they, they've got you. The second you try to fight, they, they've got you, right? They'll drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Okay, Hanker, any, anything else for Lauren here? No, I think I've, I've already made my piece about uh, how I felt like I was on NFL game day here, the way you rattled through some of those questions. <laughs> to be honest. So, uh, we've got our parlay, though, and, um, you know, I think we'll get decent odds on it. Three legs. And uh, if everything happens the way that you've promised it will, um, I think we're in the money here. So there, maybe there you're not you a go. sports gambler going into this, but you will be coming yeah. out. Okay. Yeah, this will be a world-class lesson of you don't have to be right to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, Lauren, before we let you go, first of all, thanks for hopping on. This has been awesome. Uh, I know you're you're one of the, the big Eagles fans. I know we, we have one other buddy, uh, Ben Quaife is a guy. I'm not sure if you know him. His dad is uh, the mayor or was the mayor of Prince Edward County for a little bit. Okay. But uh I thought I'm going to say the mayor of Philadelphia for a second. <laughs> Jabroni. No. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thanks for coming on. Before you go, we want to we wanna pick your brain two things. So we want you to give us the, the prediction, the final score, okay, the MVP, and then are we going to see Rihanna's nipple at any point during this mm. event? Well, fingers crossed, right? <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, so I'm going to go birds. I'm going to go... 34 uh 30 is what i'll i'll predict there okay i love it high scoring and does hertz go home with the mvp yeah, hertz, if the eagles win hertz is winning the mvp so I'll, I'll lock that one in okay beautiful so there you go 34 30 eagles win hertz and nipple yeah and, and nipple. nipple fingers crossed for nipple i yeah, think yeah. Uh, all of us back home can can gather around that for sure um hasn't happened since i think when was that? Two thousand four or five or something? We're Janet due. Jackson. We're due. We are due. We are due. Vegas hasn't favored it actually. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. All right, guys. Awesome. Thanks again, Lauren. Shiver me timbers. Shiver me timbers. It's a big pirate. Yar matey. Yar mateys. Woo. Well, uh, real good interview with uh, first mate Lauren McDougal. And now we welcome a first mate. Uh, we were scouring the seas looking for anybody we could find. And, uh, and a mate of ours, Aaron Huff, said, I've got a perfect person for you. She's a diehard Rihanna fan. She works at Jack Tucker's and I think uh, St. Louis Wings. She loves the Buffalo Bills. Shout out Buffalo Bills. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Brooke Durant. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Brooke. Welcome. Welcome. So uh, I, I guess let's let's kick things right off with uh, Rihanna. Is, is she truly your favorite artist? Is that who you who you like? I would she say like top five. Definitely. OK. In that genre. So, yes, I would say top pop artist, of course, Rihanna. <laughs> and, and you mentioned before before we started recording here, you, you like to go to raves and stuff. Have you been to some Rihanna concerts as well? I've actually never been to a Rihanna concert. Okay. So I'm like really hoping she drops this long awaited album very soon so I can buy expensive tickets to go see her. <laughs> I yeah, was that gonna seems s- to be uh, 
that seems to be what everyone's talking about. Taylor Swift tickets for like $30,000. So I, I don't see Rihanna being any different. No, probably worse. <laughs> and when's the last time she like put out music? I know like it's funny whenever Rihanna's song comes on, I'm like, oh, I love this song. But I, I never know the names of them. But she's got 20, a ton. 2016, I think. Okay. So it's 2023 now. So it's been a while. Yeah, but... yeah. Six or seven years. Wow. Okay, Rihanna, we need a banger to get Brooke to one of your expensive concerts. And if she wins the Bet Pirate this week, she'll have a little extra spending change. You never know. Get a little ticket for the next Rihanna show. Yay. A fun piece of trivia that um, you're probably aware of, but being a Belleville native, in 2006, Rihanna played Matt and Joe's nightclub. Yeah, and I was six years old when that happened, so I was not there. (laughs) Oh my god! I was gonna ask Brooke, how old are you? Because yeah. Henry and I were like, you. So you obviously not, never got to experience Matt and Joe's. No, I never got to experience you, Matt and Joe's. You've maybe heard some of the stories, like when Henry and I were sixteen. So we're both thirty now. Uh, you know, we we drift in there. They had dollar drafts on Thursday nights. It was carpet oh everywhere god. except the stage. Yeah, the carpet it, was a, the basketball night where they like was like a hoop sh- and you shoot the loot. They called yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> They'd pick one person in the crowd and every week you it was a hundred bucks. And if someone missed next week, it would be 200. And they just go until someone made the basketball shot. But uh, it was a wild place. And it's hilarious to think that Rihanna back in her, you know, starting out days played Matt and Joe's in Belleville. So there you go. Hanker and I were just a little bit, uh, a little bit too young to make it there. If it was two years later, we would have been ripe 16 year olds ready to go. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, holy shit! Uh, quick timeout. I just uh, Kenny's in the basement beside me, and he goes, "Holy shit! You're getting me fired up talking about MJ's right now." <laughs> he can hear me through the walls. So uh, that's hilarious. Okay, Brooke, let's uh, let's do it. Let's get into the sheet. And I got to be honest, we start things off with a little bit of a banger here. And uh, you know, back way back, you you might have still been. Uh, just a thought at this time, but Janet Jackson had a wardrobe malfunction and we're wondering, will Rihanna's nipple be visible at any point in the show? Yes or no? No. No? Because hear me out on this. You know, obviously for the guys, we're like, oh yeah, hopefully. But but she's worn some outfits that like you can see right through it. We we found a picture of one of her concerts. So that's true. Is that a possibility or it's too kid friendly? She's not going to go that way. I, I feel like it's too kid friendly. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like it's who sponsors it this year? Is it Apple? It's not Pepsi, right? I Yo, think so. Geez. It's like, I, I think that there's going to be no way that she shows a nipple, but like maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and, and visible, like let's be clear on what you mean by visible, Hayes, because like, are we talking like, a very tight piece of fabric where you can clearly see the outline or are we talking like a full exposed shot? Yeah, I'm like, if it's cold in the stadium and you get them poking through, I don't think that counts. I think okay. it needs to be like, uh, y- you can see it. You can see it, see it. Like it's a, it's the real deal. Um, okay, so we're getting a no from Brooke there. We're going to switch gears for a second. Brooke, we've got Mr. Chris Stapleton singing the national anthem, and the over-under is two minutes long. Uh, do, you, do you listen to country at all? Do you ever drift into that I genre? I do listen to a little bit of country. 
Um, not as much as other things, but like I do listen to it. Yes. Okay. Nice. I find I'm like a summertime country guy. Like, me too. I only, me too. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. only listen to it then. Chris Stapleton, I would say, was would be one of my favorite guys to listen to. He's definitely got some bangers. So the over under there is two minutes. Uh, d- does Chris have pipes, Hanker? Do you know? Like, is he is oh, he yeah. going to drag this on? I think so. Well, th- I'm. I was just trying to find it on my phone here. I can't, but. I think like you always just make it two minutes because it's easy. I think like the people who study this, the official line is like just over two minutes. It's like two minutes and 12 seconds. Oh, really? But but they do it. Uh, I think they do it from when the music starts and when the music stops. We're mm. doing it for our sheet from when Chris Stapleton starts singing and holds that final note. And when that one ends, that's when the time's going to stop. So okay, who, okay. who did it last year? I can't even remember some of the last couple years. I know that we had did God. did Adele do one or something? I'm trying to remember. Last year's halftime show was the one with like a Dr. Dre, Eminem, yeah. all those guys. That was electric. But yeah, I don't remember who did the the old uh, anthem last year. Um, was that Mickey Goiton? I have no idea who that person is. Also, That's- a country musician though. Okay, and how long did Mickey go? Does it say there? Uh, Mickey. They went a minute 35. But I don't know if that's music to music or what, but... A minute 35? Yeah. Oh, wow. Absolutely hustled through it. Okay. Actually, that was the over-under. So I don't know what what side it landed, but... Gotcha. Okay, well, that's a tiny little over-under. Okay, we roll right into the next question, Brooke. And uh, I don't know if you're a heads girl, a tails girl, but if you're at the coin flip, you're one of the captains going out there. What are you calling and what's it landing? What do we got, heads or tails? What do you like? Heads. Heads, but tails yeah. never fails. It rhymes. It's going to be heads. Oh. You, you said that extremely confidently too. Like, <laughs> not even, there's no uh, worry on that. Brooke, Aaron Huff told me that you were a, a Buffalo Bills fan. Is that true? That is true. Okay, so maybe this, like subconsciously, or maybe you know this, but obviously when they lost to Kansas City last year, they called tails and it was heads, and that's what uh, ended that game. They they never got a chance. And, uh, and now the overtime rules have changed. Both teams get a possession no matter what, but obviously that one for the poor Buffalo Bills fan, me included, uh, was pretty sad and tails did fail so i'm with you heads might be the call i like it i like it i did a coin flip like a couple days ago i can't remember what it was for but i was i called heads and it was heads so we're just gonna go with heads (laughs) ride the hot hand yeah yeah (laughs) i love it i love it okay this is an interesting one hopefully we get to see this in canada i'm not even sure but rob gronkowski is doing a little event called the kick of destiny and you're able to bet on this. So at halftime, he's going to go out and try and kick a 35-yarder. And you're saying, yes, he's going to hit it, or no, he's not going to hit it. He's obviously a retired tight end, so he's not a kicker. But it's only 35 yards, not super far. What do you think? Have you seen any of the commercials or anything with him, Brooke? Do you know, no, I haven't. Do you know Gronkowski's like the big, like he was Tom Brady's like best buddy, kind of like a doorknob guy? Yes. Yeah. So he's been doing all these like it's with FanDuel and he's been doing all these promotions. So I guess at halftime 
he's coming onto the field in front of all the fans before or after the show. I'm not sure, but trying to kick this field goal. So do you think he's going to hit it? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Yes. He's an athlete. I mean, he should be able we'll to. Go with yeah, yes. Tons yeah. of time to practice. He's probably practicing too. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Hanker, what about you? You think he's got it? Yeah. No, I'm I'm going to ride with Brooke on this one. I think you... Well, but what's interesting though, it's like a gambling company that's like organizing this. So they have a great opportunity to steal a bunch of people's money. So if they're creating this, he's obviously got it kind of expectation. They just tell him we'll split the winnings with you if you shank this one. So I don't know. <laughs> Trip and fall over this bad boy. Okay. Let's get back into the Rihanna stuff. Cause I mean, this is, you know, I've, I've seen some tweets out there. It's a, it's a Rihanna concert with a football game happening in between or whatever. Like there's all people are excited <laughs> to see Rihanna. Um, do you think there's going to be another artist who's going to join her and sing with her at any point? I don't know. Like I maybe, but like, it's also her first performance and like, so many years so i also like maybe she'll just take it all for herself but i don't know maybe her like baby daddy asap rocky will come yeah. in or i saw like a tweet that said that kesha was there was like some kind of like 2010s like throwback that was gonna happen but i highly doubt that so okay i don't know i don't think so might but, be so han solo how long has it been since her last live performance I'm not sure, but definitely like more than so, five years ago. And, and it, I mean, a new mother. So assuming like part of it due to that, but do yeah. you think like having spent the significance of this event and like having it been a few years, do you think she's nervous going into this or that's just not a thing she feels? I don't know if that's a thing she feels. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look like a person that is capable of being nervous. No. It's kind of her world, right? And we're all just living in it. Like it's Rihanna's world. She's going to And get we're it. just here. Yeah. Just and we yeah. get to enjoy her concerts every five years or so, you know? It's yeah. <laughs> Whenever she feels like it. I, I did look it up. So so with this question, what we're going to say is, is uh, this person has to actually sing with her. Because one of the things I did see, she's she's got a ton of songs with like a bunch of people. Calvin Harris, he's a DJ, right? So yeah. he wouldn't be singing, but he might be there. I saw some odds for that. We want someone who's going to be singing with her. So we'll clarify that in the question. But okay, I uh, can update that right we now. We can update that right now. But yeah, some of the other ones, like she she does some of my favorite songs. And, and I'll ask you, Brooke, after. But I love all the stuff she did with Eminem. She did uh, Love the Way You Lie and uh, I think Monster. And then, you know, she's done a whole bunch of good collaborations. So there certainly would be opportunity for uh, another artist to come out and join her. Yeah. What's, uh, you know, if we go through the list, what's kind of your top one or two Rihanna songs that you like jamming to? Um, I don't know. I like the older ones the best. So I think like Disturbia is a good one. That's like a, that's like the best one. Um, and then... I don't know. Like you, you start- like to stay away from the mainstream, like Umbrella and Diamonds. It's just too, they're, they're too like kind of everybody. Diamonds is a little boring. Okay, okay. And Aaron knows how I feel about Lift Me Up. That's her newest one. 
I can't stand it. Aaron knows how I feel. Okay. I cannot do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what's hilarious. Uh, today at lunch, we were playing a bunch of songs, and then uh, Aaron showed me a TikTok, and it was, I think you might have sent it to her. And it was, I did. I did last night. <laughs> yeah, it showed the, the stadium with all the Rihanna fans, and it was like as soon as her concert starts, and it was the song Lift Me Up, and all the people get up and run out of the stadium. Yeah, it's and not then, happening. If she does that, I'll be so upset. <laughs> why is it a bad song like it's just it's not you just you wait i mean it was for a movie so i get like why it wouldn't be like what everybody wanted but at the same time i'm like you made us wait so many years and you put out that i just it was like a disappointment but at the same time i get it it's for a movie it was for uh black panther like the new one okay yeah 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 so i get it and it was like good in that regard but i'm like Give me something more. Yeah. I need something different. <laughs> yeah. Rihanna, come on. Get, give us yeah. that and then give us an album. You know what I mean? Give us yeah. something. Okay. I like it. I like it. So before we move on, how like famous, obviously a very subjective term. So in theory, any vocalist that comes out with her to be on that stage has to have a little bit of fame. No. Even if it's not someone we maybe be a household name. How are you defining fame here? Is it? They have at least one platinum yeah, album like or there's, something. Or there's like, going to you... be backup vocalists and backup dancers. It's gonna, it's got to be a celebrity, like a, a true, like artist. a well-known name. Yeah. I think blue yeah. check mark, like everybody knows. I mean, an age, like a certain age group might not know who they are, but like they just need to be like famous in some way. Yeah, like if she brought out ASAP Rocky, like an older crowd yeah. might not know who that is, but like he- other people do. I think that that would like yeah he he would count for sure I'd say like yeah. like yeah it's it's any any like notable celebrity and if someone bashes us on what that is I, like who knows there might be no yeah, one there <laughs> could be four or five like it's it's tough to say but yeah we're we're gonna go it's got to be a notable celebrity and they also have to sing at least some portion they, they it can't just be a DJ or something like that because I've also yeah. heard. Yeah, you know there might be a yeah. DJ. I loved last year. I don't know if you guys remember. So first of all, uh, the same prop was all over the place, but no one thought any guests were going to join last year because it was already Eminem, Dr. Dre, uh, mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige, and like then they, they brought out Fifty Cent. Yeah. Oh, it was perfect. <laughs> yeah. It was hilarious. He's hanging upside down, yeah. like recreating the old music video, and I loved the, the one tweet because he, you know. He, he definitely isn't as uh, built and as, you know, cut as he used to be. And someone said uh, 50 cent looks more like a dollar bill right now or something like that. Like I was howling. But yeah, you never know. I mean, it's the Super Bowl. It's a chance to, to make a splash. So we'll see yeah. if if a celebrity guest uh, comes out and performs with Rihanna. And that brings us to our first make question. So, Brooke, you had made this one for us. And uh, and I don't know if you're you're just a shark with this stuff or you knew that this song had the best odds. But uh, why don't you run us through the first mate question that you came up for for the Super Bowl halftime? Um, I think that she's going to play "Better Have My Money" as her first song. So I don't know. It's kind of like a more like how do I even explain it? It's like a very like hip hop song, and it's. Like, I don't know if you guys have even ever heard it, but it's more of like, I don't know. It's just, 
it's very aggressive. So I'm like, mm-hmm. if you're going to start a performance and you haven't performed in years, I would think that you're going to start it off on like a very intense note. Um, but that being said, she might start it up with lift me up and then go up from there. Like, I don't know if she's going to start from the top and kind of just stay there or like elevate up. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like with the Super Bowl, cause it's not a, obviously a full length concert. You've only got whatever yeah. half an hour. So yeah, starting with a bang there. I did look at the odds of all the songs and uh, Bitch Better Have My Money was plus 350. So it was the favorite. And then there were a couple others. So uh, Diamonds was in there at plus 400. Uh, Don't Stop the Music was plus 400. So I mean, there's, there's a bunch that they think could be the one. It could be none of those. Who knows? But uh, but Bitch Better Have My Money. So the first mate question is, will the first song Rihanna performs during the halftime show be bitch better have my money let's go and 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 maybe uh you know we we talked about being a family show is there is there like is this an explicit version or does she have a censored version like does she say something else instead or is she gonna just let it ride and maybe maybe has a clean version i don't really know but i think i've you can't like, say I can bitch remember, i can maybe like remember that i've heard it but i probably never have and i'm probably just making that up so i'm not too sure i think you could say bitch i think bitch is fine is, is bitch radio approved like you know it was hilarious well, it's prime time watching. television and i think you you can let yeah i think bitch is okay. I'm very curious to see if there is a clean version i swear there is but like yeah but, maybe can, maybe you can say bitch like i don't know y- you know it's hilarious the one day i was walking into McDougal insurance and they just play like one of the local radio stations and that song uh super freaky i think it's called by uh nikki minaj was playing and it's it's like i can lick it i can ride it I can sur- <laughs> yeah. and i'm like this is playing through Century yeah, place yeah. like service ontario's right there and yeah. it's censored but it's just like man it comes on the radio in my work too and i'm like this is mix 97 like what is happening <laughs> right now so honestly i can't see bitch being a total issue if that is playing on the radio i agree i agree so okay there you go so that's the that's the first mate question, and uh, and let's maybe just before we we get into the land ho locks and kind of wrap this up, um, you know, talk to us a little bit. So so you're working at two sports bars essentially. Yeah. Okay. You probably get a pretty good slew of football fans. You're a Buffalo Bills fan yourself. Do you have a team that you're rooting for in this game? Do you honestly like now? that we're here I'm I'm just gonna go with the Eagles I really don't care now but before I was kind of hoping to see Cincinnati and the 49ers get there but obviously that both did not happen so I was very wrong so um I don't really care too much but definitely just the Eagles yeah (laughs) I need to pick something I, and Hanker, I see you nodding there. Like I'm kind of the same way. I, I don't want to see Patrick Mahomes win again. It's it's just because you know he's so good, but I I, I don't well, he, like him. I don't. Want I think him. he's a cyborg. I don't. I think he. I don't think he's a robot. I think there's a human in there. But <laughs> have you seen how he like walks? Like, yeah, he, he looks it, like C3PO. And I know I'm he just not have- interested. I'm bored. Like I would rather see Jalen Hurts. Like. Yeah take it home like i don't know i really don't care again but at the same time i do agree with you <laughs> yeah he, he he he's like 
like walking around and his like head's always slanted. It's the weirdest thing. So, his yeah, head's I'm, always tilted. His tongue's out. Yeah, he's he's a. You just guy. hate him because he like I, be honest though. You you're you don't really like the Eagles either. You just hate him from that AFC game last year, or not even the AFC, just the. I hate him because I, you know, in my heart, I I think Josh Allen is the best. But when I use my brain, um, it often leads me to yeah, Patrick Mahomes is probably the best quarterback in the league, and it's a guy that Josh hasn't. You know, we've beat him twice in the regular season. We we lost obviously last year. We didn't get a chance this year. We played really bad. So yeah, it's it's one of those guys. He's probably going to limit Josh's success in the league and the Bills, which. Uh, yeah, it hurts me a little bit. So, yeah, I want the NFC team to win. I will be honest. I like the Eagles. Uh, back in the day, they had a guy, LaShawn McCoy, who was one of my favorite players. So I cheered for them for a little bit, but uh, but always been uh, a Bills guy uh, for the AFC. So, yeah, don't want Patrick winning it. Me neither. <laughs> and and uh, do you have so so maybe give us this? You want the Eagles to win? What's a score prediction? What do you think? Um, I don't know. I don't even know how this game's gonna go. Like, I'm hoping it's a good game. I'm thinking maybe like a total points would be like, let's say thirty-eight. Like, I think it's gonna be low. Okay. Um, I think both games. I think. I don't know. I think both teams are equally as good. Um, obviously, the Eagles have a little bit of a better running game. Um, you know, so I don't really know. Okay, a defensive battle. The other first mate we had on, he said it's going to be high scoring. But the funny thing is when oh. two good offenses get together, like both of these teams were top offenses, Sometimes it's the defense that takes over and it does end up being more of a more of a chess match. So it'll be interesting to to see which side it's on. The the line for the game is uh is 50 and a half. They think it's going to be 50 points. Okay. Uh, which you know, is quite a bit like it's kind of 27-23 type game is what they're predicting, but uh but I like it. Okay, so we've got Eagles winning a low scoring one. So let's get back. We'll do the Landho lock of the week. So we need you to pick one of those six questions, the coin flip, the anthem, uh, Rihanna's nipple being out, Gronkowski mm-hmm. kicking the halftime, and give us your pick for one that you think is going to hit for sure. What was the anthem one again? Was that under two minutes or over two minutes? Yeah, you're okay. picking the over-under there. And it was two minutes, you bet, with Chris Stapleton, a little and country his guy. vocals, not the music. So if like they hang a note that's not him... Or they like have a big lead up, uh, like instrumental. I think it's going to be under count. two minutes. I don't think it's going to be two minutes. Okay, under two minutes for for Chris. I like that. I like that. Hanker, what do you got for us? Yeah, I want to pick one that you can bet on. Um, otherwise, I I think the nipple points are too good. I would have said no. We're not going to see a nipple, unfortunately. Um, but I, I don't think we're going to be able to get the odds on that one. So the <laughs> anthem, we definitely will. Um, I think you can bet on the coin flip. Yep, 100%. Yeah, the nipple is a Bet Pirate exclusive. Uh, you're not yeah. going to find that in Vegas, but you get it here on Bet Pirate. But uh, coin and, flip is available. And, and a lot of people will say a coin flip is a coin flip, and it's just equal odds. But I have it on great authority that it's going to be heads, thanks to Brooke. So 
we're going ahead. There you go. <laughs> okay, okay, I love it. And that uh, that brings it to me. And here's the thing. I, I think uh, I kind of want to go Brooks, but here's the thing. Like, I have to just, it's yes or no. So I got to say, it is going to be, bitch, better have my money. And we're going to ride it. It's the favorite right now. Yeah. And it's it's big money if this lands. So there we go. We've got uh, Brooks saying under for Chris Stapleton on the anthem. We've got Hanker taking heads with a little advice from Brooke. And then we've got bitch better have my money. And if uh, <laughs> and if we're right, guys, we're going to be in the money. That's going to be nice. Rah! So, Perfect. Brooke, you said, who knows? Maybe she does play lift me up first whatever it was called rihanna currently in your top five artists if she doesn't open with this or 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 maybe you know uh, a song that you wouldn't you wouldn't think would be vintage rihanna if she does open with lift me up does she slide out of your top five no no i, still, I mean she could do all the wrong and i'd still probably love her so. she could bail she could if just she, not show if up she please lift me up i'll be like pissed off for a second and then i'll be yeah back to like loving her again so she'll bring it right back <laughs> ride or die do, do you have uh, a halftime show that you can think of that was your favorite in the last couple of years or since you've been watching i I don't, okay, I feel like I'm missing one, and I feel like this is definitely not my favorite, but I was kind of thinking about this the other day. I think Lady Gaga's was my favorite from, I think that was like three years ago. Yeah, she did four. the COVID one, right? She was hers. I was, think so. She was like up on the stadium and like. And like flew down and like, it was kind of, I don't know, it was, that was good, but I feel like I'm forgetting one. But I mean, off the top of my head, that was a pretty good one. I like it. I like it. Hanker, what about you? Do you have one that uh, is sticking in your mind? I know you're a little more new to the football scene. I think you've watched quite a few Super Bowls yeah. recently. I, you know what's funny is that they're so anticipated and like it's arguably a bigger talking point than the game itself. Who's doing the halftime show? It's, I would say, kind of a rite of passage. Like You are an A-list musician if you've done the Super Bowl. It's kind of like you're crowned. So. Yeah. But that being said... I, it's funny, none really jumped to my mind. The one that did was Prince. And I'm not even sure why that was. I think, uh, I think like, I, I remember him like playing his guitar and it was like a silhouette up on this backdrop and it looked like he was just playing his own penis. <laughs> and I remember thinking like, I know he knows what he's doing, but he'll never admit it. And, you know, I, ever since then, I, uh, wasn't a big Prince guy, but he, he, he showed me the light. So Prince's penis stuck in your mind out of all the halftime show. That's great. That's, yeah. that's what you like to hear. Um, I loved last year's. I thought it was electric with everybody, but uh, I, I really liked the, uh, the J-Lo and Shakira halftime oh, show. Oh, yes! That was so good. <laughs> that, that one was hilarious. I actually watched the documentary. Like uh, J-Lo had like uh, the getting yeah, ready for that. Yeah, you watched that? I watched it. I, Jenny Dude, from the MIA, blog. I love that too. What's that? Was it MIA that joined them as well? Or am I thinking a different one? I th I think it was just the two of them. I I just remember certain scenes like they're climbing up these stairs up to like this pole and like obviously the outfits are electric. And uh yeah, they, it was I mean it was very visually appealing and, and the you know, Jenny from the Block was was one of my favorite songs growing up, little little nineties kid. 
she she was good. J Lo had it. Shakira too. Hips don't lie. I mean, yeah, that was uh, that was the one that stuck out for me for sure. I think I was just a bit. I wasn't even watching football when uh, Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson did theirs. Um, I know it's probably the most famous one so far, but there you go. Oh, the shark one with Katy Perry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot that one even happened. Yeah. <laughs> Where, like, the most notable thing was a guy in a shark costume. So, yeah. Really. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. No, the Shakira one was definitely, like, iconic. Like, that is actually, sorry, that ties for the Lady Gaga one. That was what I was forgetting. So, thank you for reminding me. Okay, there you go. I'm glad we're on the same page there. I love it. I love it. Okay, tell you what, that uh, we're, we're at half an hour. That kind of wraps up what we've got for the prop sheet. Anything, you know, anything you want to talk about, Brooke? Anything you got going on? Uh, Hanker, any other questions for Brooke before we let her go? Well, um, I intrigued by the rave comment. I think it might have been before we jumped on air here. You happened to just slip into uh, a sentence that you listen to Rihanna while driving up to raves and you kind of brush that part off. Is that a pretty common occurrence? Like you go to a lot of raves. Are you like a, a, a few a week? kind of? Uh, definitely not a few a week. I would say like recently I've been doing like one every two months. So like every okay. other month I'm doing one. Um, usually with Aaron. So that's how we spend our one weekend off every two months or whatever. Um, I know she works at McDougal, so she usually has weekends off. I have to book them off. So it's a very exciting occurrence for me. (laughs) (laughs) Best rave you've been to. Okay. Well, I haven't. Escapade last year. It's a one in Ottawa. I don't know if you guys are that was like the best one the most fun at that one um especially with like the people that we met that was the best one um but i'm definitely excited to get to do some out of country like in the states and what's the what's the big one called uh tomorrowland tomorrowland or no uh is coachella is that one in- That's one, yeah. I don't think I'll ever go to that one. Um, EDC, like Las Vegas. I don't know if you guys have heard of that one. Okay. That's Daisy Carnival, right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I I wanted to be a rave person. I went to a few, and then I realized I was like too old to be going to raves. Um, <laughs> you were too old to be going to raves? Did you just say you were 30? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, I just... Uh, every day, I have a daughter. 32 is the cutoff. Right. <laughs> well, then I'm going to get, I'm going this weekend then. How's that? Oh, so I, uh, in, in university, um, my roommate purchased like a DJ decks. And then we like, cause we went to a rave and we we're like, this is ridiculous. That guy's just standing up there pressing play. Right. And so we bought DJ decks and we kind of got into it for a bit. And, and it, it, we really were just pressing play. It was more about what you downloaded the day before and then the order you'd play it in. And then after that, it wasn't really a lot of skill. So <laughs> we, uh, back in the day, big, big DJ. I've done a few weddings as of recent, <laughs> so not quite as cool. But uh, yeah, I would. Uh, I guess I got a little jealous maybe, let's say, when I heard that uh, there's, there's still raves happening and I'm not at them. Well, 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 Brooke, I'll tell you. Um, so you said 30s, not too old. Uh, Hanker and I both just recently turned 30. 
body's falling apart. I can't stay up past 10 p.m. unless, you know, I'm, I'm really, I've had a nap midday or I've ramped myself up. It's, it's tough now. And I'll be honest, like blink once if you're a drug guy, but like, I can't do the drugs anymore. Very good. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I know I, I was, I was never a rave guy. Couldn't do it. Uh, you know, I have a couple beers or whatever and I'm, I'm feeling fine, but, uh, I don't know. Couldn't do it. Couldn't be, couldn't be the rave guy and escapade. I went to school in Ottawa. So that was the one there that everyone went to and talked. I'm about. certain it's pronounced escapade. Am it, I wrong on that? It's the French, yeah, escapate for oh sure. Oh my gosh, that's new. I've never heard that. So. It, it's for okay. the 30 and over crowd. You, you'll get there. <laughs> Maybe they I wouldn't understand. <laughs> yeah. You old whippersnapper, yeah. You're <laughs> still, uh, yeah, many good years ahead. And, and I know Aaron comes back and tells me the stories of it are hilarious because it's like there's not one single thing. It's just like everyone's like, vibing having a good time she uses the words like electric vibe uh tea yeah like all that stuff and i'm like ah man i this is how i know i'm too old i i want to be electric (laughs) i just don't know if i got it there's no age limit on raving but let me tell you i will say i couldn't imagine being over 30 and doing like a three-day festival to anybody that has done a three-day festival and is over 30 good for you because I don't, I mean, I'm not over 30, but I could not imagine doing that over 30. I can barely do it now and I'm 22. So yeah, there you go. I mean, hydration would be key. (laughs) (laughs) There was one story Aaron was telling me and Hanker, this might be your saving grace And Brooke. I'm not sure if you were with her at this one or not, but she said uh, they were like in the middle of one of the stages and they were like walking across to go to this other one. And there was a like couple with their baby. And they just yes! like, were you there? Yes! Okay, tell the story. Because I was like, oh my gosh, this, this can't yes. be a scene for a baby. <laughs> we're at like, so this is Il Sonique. This was this past August. And this one's in Montreal. And I probably didn't even pronounce Il Sonique right, to, to be honest. It's Escapade, but... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're walking to like the base stage, which is like a scary stage. That's like dubstep. And Ooh. this couple has... I think it was like a toddler with them or like a kid. And we were like, okay, well, that's a little interesting. Like there's people half naked everywhere. Like it's just, it's loud too, because you're at the dubstep stage. It's loud regardless. But anyways, and then we look at, they're like sitting on a blanket and we look over and this baby is laying on the blanket and it wasn't like a fake baby. It was a real baby. And it's just like laying there like, flailing and we're like what is happening right now <laughs> there you go yeah. hanker uh, you, you know you, you've got one already one on the way maybe a nice visit yeah. to a rave i have a one-year-old <laughs> daughter and the thought of that just makes my toes curl right now. I just, more so like i i just i find those headphones hilarious because some people take it to the extreme like it's it's more about the optics like now knowing, you know, I don't think people are better parents. I think they're just more afraid of being shamed on Instagram. So Hanker, I, like, I might have added the headphones though. Did this baby have headphones on or anything that you could see? That that might have just been me. I okay, to what we could see, no. Okay. Like there's no big bulky headphones on. Um it's funny because after the fact I think it was Ilsonique or somebody associated posted a picture of the baby. And at that point it did have headphones on. 
It looks a little closer to the it, stage, it, but like cool. when it was in the field, they were it was definitely not wearing. Got to be like an artist's or somebody who's traveling with an artist's kit, right? Because like, there's no way you even get in. There's no way you could walk through the gate. I think the you can. That's the thing. We were trying to figure it out. And like, I, again, like, I'm not sure. I obviously wasn't really talking to them, but from afar, it just looked like they were at like a, on a family outing during the day at the dubstep base show. <laughs> yeah. That Jeez. is wild. That is wild. Yeah. <laughs> I just pictured that there's that Simpsons episode where Homer's at Woodstock. And he's just naked dancing around. Maybe, maybe bad reference. Okay. (laughs) Well, I wasn't sure if that's where it ended. I thought you were going to say the baby (laughs) was there or Marge was doing something crazy or I, but yeah, that's, uh, that's wild. Okay. So maybe, I mean, you said 32 is the cutoff. I've got two years left. And I think like, I don't, I don't even know. I don't think that's the cutoff even. I think you can go for as long as you want. I think when you're 32 though, like, I don't know if you're going to live a full raving night, let alone a three day festival weekend. So I mean, I've got a bachelor party coming up in Montreal in July. And and like those three days are going to take everything I have just to stay alive for those. Like I can't imagine actually exerting energy and dancing for three days straight. (laughs) I don't think it's in the, it's in the tank, but uh, Hey, definitely a marathon. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not a sprint. Okay. Love it. Love it. Hank or anything else here? No, I'm just going to get all sad and reminisce about the rave days. So I think I'm so sorry. No, God, no. (laughs) Thanks for joining. That's some great insight. I feel pretty good about our, uh, our parlay too. Heads is uh, heads is a lock. We got heads for the lock. We've got uh, Durantula with the under. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) That uh, (laughs) Matt Smith. Uh, yeah, thanks, Matt. Yeah, thanks Matt Smith, Paulsbrook Durantula. Last name's Durant. <laughs> kind of works. Good. I like it. Yeah, that's not bad. You can own that. It one. does. I like it too. Uh, Aaron told me that, and I was like, "That's amazing." <laughs> <laughs> that's too good. That's too good. Okay, well, thank you, Durantula, for coming on. We're gonna hit this Landho Lock of the Week for everybody else out there. It's Super Bowl weekend again. We're gonna be at Prince Eddie's. Hanker's whipping up some wings. We got a little Bet Pirate promo. Uh, it's 10 bucks. You get in. The winner is going to take 80% of the pot, and the person with the least amount of answers correct is taking the other 20%. So it's uh, it's going to be exciting. We're hoping for a good game, an even better halftime show. Thanks again, Brooke, for coming on. And Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> yes, you bet. And you're remind me again, you're at Jack. What are the restaurants you work at? I'm at Jack Tucker's and I'm at St. Louis, St. Louis, however you want to okay. say it. Yeah. Um, and I'll be at Jack Tucker's for the Super Bowl. So if there's no room in Prince Eddie's, you can come to Jack Tucker's. Okay. <laughs> I live beside Jack Cook. So is it the same owner? Is it same the same owner. guy? Okay. Yep. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I've, I drift in there every once in a while. It's the wee little sports pub, a tiny little spot, yes, but a good, <laughs> a good time for sure. Okay. So there you go, guys. Uh, let's go Eagles. And, uh, and thanks again for tuning in. This has been Super Bowl Sunday week in the crow's nest. Shiver me timbers. It's going to be a good one. And that's all. Thanks. Bye-bye.